Hello and welcome, folks, to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Sig Daddy, and today I go over the top three WWE pay-per-views so far this year. But before I get to that, I'd just like to let you know, before I get to this list, NXT pay-per-views are not accounted for. I keep that as a separate entity to WWE. Also, I will give positives from each of my top three pay-per-views. I also have an honorable mention that just didn't quite make the list. It's it's still coming up on the last quarter of the year. So last three months, October, November, December, it's been crazy. It's, the year has flew by. And there's been 10 pay-per-views so far in WWE. I just thought it would be a good idea to kind of give you my take on the top three WWE pay-per-views so far this year. Coming in as an honorable mention in this countdown is SummerSlam. It just fell short. The balance of the card was just a little off, but a couple of the booking decisions didn't really like in that one was having Goldberg being involved when many others could have been involved in this pay-per-view. It just got beat from an in-ring standpoint from the next uh, pay-per-view on this countdown. A couple of things I didn't like was the finish of Orton, Kingston, and then Bailey and Ember Moon, but there was some good stuff in there. Becky Lynch and Natalya for the, for the Raw Women's Championship in a submission match. Uh, the Fiends debut against Finn Balor, and then Seth Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. But beating that in this countdown at number three was Clash of Champions. Some positives from that pay-per-view. The last half of the card... It really made it better than SummerSlam. It was the last four matches really saved it from being mediocre, and it made it quite better than what it would have been if those four matches didn't take place. Really enjoyed the Strowman-Rollins match. Rollins taking four stomps to having to beat Strowman. Strowman hit a splash during that match off the top rope. Very impressive. Selling the knees, and it came into play later in the match. I like it when that kind of stuff plays in later on. Uh, I also like the rowan Roman Reigns match. It was a very fun brawl. Just five minutes could have been taken off of it, but other than that, it was really enjoyable. Fun brawl. Roman getting the victory and Harper coming back. Looking forward to seeing what he's going to be doing here soon. But I thought that was a good win for Rowan and a good match. I thought uh, also really good match on that pay-per-view was Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. We got a no finish with a DQ, but I'm okay with that because it left a lot of a lot of uh, meat on the bone. And it's leading to that Hell in a Cell match. It was a fun match with great transitions into the submissions, bank statement, and uh, the disarmor. But uh, looking forward to that one. It was a really good match on that pay-per-view. Also, a good match between Kofi and Randy Orton. Kofi was always does great from fighting underneath and he got the clean victory over Randy Orton. It was a little slow, but I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. The couple of negatives I had from this show were the Bailey and Charlotte flair match. It was way too short and it had a quick flash finish where Bailey throws Charlotte into the exposed bottom ring. Well, bottom turnbuckle and it just didn't give me enough, and it just wasn't enough time for that match. I know it's going to lead to more in the future. I just wish I could have got more out of that match. And then the Nakamura and Miz match for the Intercontinental Championship, I just never really got into it. And then the 
the the negative from the show really was that there wasn't any like super standout match. Like it wasn't like some big epic match on that show. It was a lot of this pay-per-view I felt like was story-based leading into the future, but there was still good matches on this show. It was just nothing super standout like, oh my gosh, good, but it was a solid show nonetheless. But yeah, it was that mat, that pay-per-view I think just beat SummerSlam by a little bit. Not by much, just by a little bit. And coming in at number two is Extreme Rules. Uh, There was a pretty well-balanced card, I think. Pretty well done with the opener with Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus McMahon and McIntyre. It was, it made up for Undertaker's bad uh, performance in the Super Showdown match with Goldberg. It was kind of, that was kind of a disaster, but he made up for it here and it was booked quite well in protecting him too. There was a hard-hitting sprint with Cesaro and Aleister Black. That was one of my favorite matches of that night. Uh, the tag match between the New Day, Daniel Bryan and Rowan and Heavy Machinery. It was a good showcase of Heavy Machinery. And the New Day winning the tag titles, I'm always okay with that. Uh, AJ Styles and Ricochet, they had a really good match where AJ Styles won the U.S. title from Ricochet and kind of establishing the OC group, the OC getting involved in that one. And then AJ Styles winning with a second rope Styles clash. And then it was also a fun car crash on that show in the last man standing match between Lashley and Strowman. Just a couple of negatives in that one. It was uh, Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler that went 10 seconds on that show. I really didn't like that. Uh, Kofi and Joe for the WWE title. It was way too short. And then uh, Lesnar winning the Universal title for after the Rollins and Lynch tag match with Corbin and Evans, which I didn't really enjoy, but... Other than that, I thought that was a really good show, and it just got beat out by my number one coming up here in a moment. My number one, though, it was the first pay-per-view of this year. It was the Royal Rumble 2019. So I thought this was the best balanced and paced of any of these shows, and it was actually the best balance of the big four pay-per-view so far. The the fourth big pay-per-view of the year, Survivor Series, hasn't quite taken place yet, but of the three, I think... Royal Rumble did the best job of it, and I think it did the best job of any pay-per-view this year, really, so far. Asuka, in that pay-per-view, she retained in a good opener with Becky Lynch. Uh, Banks and Rousey had also a really good match with a different finish than usual. Rousey winning with the Piper's Piper's Pit instead of her arm bar. Uh, Also, the Women's Royal Rumble was was the better of the two Royal Rumbles we've had so far for the women. I like the appearances by uh, the NXT superstars Rhea Ripley, Kyrie Sane, Casey Catanzaro, and Io Shirai. Also, Candice LeRae. I like that Lynch won the Royal Rumble. And the I liked Lynch coming in at the last moment, replacing Lana, the injured Lana. I liked how that played in. And uh, Lynch coming in the Royal Rumble and winning it. I like that end of that match. Uh, Charlotte was in there. Lynch, Lynch was still in. Lynch was injured pretty sure by Nia Jax after she got eliminated her knee and such and then if you think Charlotte's going to win the Rumble because Lynch is just going to have too much to overcome but Lynch actually fights back and somehow wins the Rumble I really like that it was a great closing stretch and Charlotte was kind of the iron woman of the match lasting 50 minutes and then 
also on that show. It was a really good, fun sprint between Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. Lesnar, when he wants to sell, he can really sell. He does probably he's one of the best sellers in the business when he really wants to. And it was a really good match. People had you believing Finn Balor was going to have a chance to win the Universal title. But Lesnar, I love the catch finish where Lesnar catches him in the Kimura and makes him tap out. We hadn't seen that in quite a while, but I really liked that match. And I really liked Rollins continuing his role. He had been on for over the past 12 months by winning the Royal Rumble. And then eventually he'd win the Universal title at WrestleMania. But I just thought this edged out extreme rules and match quality. And it was just a, it was the best balanced show of the year. And I just, one negative I'd take away from that show was the AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match. That's kind of crazy. An AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match is the one negative I have in a pay-per-view. It's just, that's kind of weird to say, but it really was. It was the only one that really didn't click in that whole uh, Royal Rumble pay-per-view. But nonetheless, that is my top WWE pay-per-view of the year, Royal Rumble 2019. Coming up in just over a week is the debut of AEW's Wednesday night weekly television show on TNT AEW Dynamite. I'm really looking forward to that. Looking what they what looking forward to what they do on a weekly basis doing TV. They haven't really done it yet and this is going to be their first true test starting off on TNT and they'll be going head to head at least in the first hour against NXT. I'm really looking forward to that. I will give you my review on that show after the show on October 2nd. And before I end this episode, I'd like to remind you to follow me on the social media platforms, Facebook and Twitter at SigDaddyWrestle. Also, you can listen and subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, and Apple Podcast. More content coming up next week on Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. But until next time, this is Sig Daddy signing off saying thank you all for listening and so long, everybody.